0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Tuesday, May twenty 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this is Raven News. Can the city of Sitka go carbon neutral in the next decade? When the Sitka Assembly meets tonight, it will consider a resolution to decarbonize city operations by 2030. According to a memo from sponsors Rebecca Himschut and Kevin Mosier, the Sitka Electric Department brought the idea for the resolution to the Climate Action Task Force, which unanimously supported it. If the resolution is approved, it sets a goal to further reduce the city's carbon footprint with a plan to seek federal grants to expand the city's electric capacity out Halibut Point Road and, over time, to convert the city's vehicle fleet to electric and to heat all municipal buildings with electricity. The Assembly will also consider its general fund and enterprise fund budgets on final reading. Each enterprise fund will see rate increases this year, some higher than usual to keep up with historic inflation rates. Finally, in other business, the Assembly will discuss a community solution for a shipyard and haulout in Sitka, and it will consider a grant application with the Alaska State Library to develop an action plan for how to uncover and share Alaska Native boarding school history. The Sitka Assembly meets at 6 p.m. tonight. Raven News will broadcast the meeting live following Alaska News Nightly. Sitka firefighters are investigating after a portion of a local dock was found ablaze late Friday night. Shortly before 11.30 p.m., 911 dispatchers received a report of a fire at Crescent Harbor. Five firefighters and one engine responded. They found a small portion of the pathway on the harbor float burning. The team was able to put the blaze out within 10 minutes. No boats were damaged in the fire and no injuries were reported. In an email to KCAW, Sitka Police Department spokesperson Serena Wild said police are investigating the fire as a possible arson case and have tentatively identified suspects through surveillance cameras in the area. The case remains under investigation. The Sitka School District and its teachers have settled their contract impasse. A ratification vote among members of the union representing teachers, the Sitka Education Association, was scheduled for Monday, May 23rd. Details of the contract agreement will be available in the district office this Friday. The district and teachers began negotiations on a new three-year contract last October and announced an impasse on April 22nd, the first time in 25 years that the two parties had not come to terms. The district also announced announced on Monday that it has negotiated a new contract with the union-representing support staff, CESPA. KCAW will have more details on these stories in the coming days. Meanwhile, the Petersburg School District is hoping to buffer some of its expected increased costs and lost revenue with extra money from the borough. As Angela Denning reports, the school district faces inflation while losing some per-student funding next year.
1: Every student is worth money from the state of Alaska, which pays for a large chunk of Petersburg School District's budget. But the student population is declining, and the district expects $386,000 less in per-student money next year. The district is budgeting for an estimated 412 students, which is 13 less than this year. That means funding for two schools instead of three. Finance Director Karen Morrison told the school board at their last meeting that the state's formula is complicated and outdated. But essentially, not meeting a 425-student threshold will be a big hit. When you fall below that number, you see a fairly uh, large reduction in your foundation funding, which is 82% of our overall budget. Losing students is just one challenge facing the school district next year. The cost of heating fuel is another. Morrison says the price has more than doubled during the school year. We started the year at about $2.17 per gallon and we are now at $4.37 per gallon. That equals a 47% increase from last year. In a spring budget modification, Morrison added $132,000 more for utilities for electricity and heating fuel. The district has the funds for it in savings, but she says it's going to be a challenge budgeting for next year.
2: It reduces,
1: unfortunately, opportunities for professional development, teaching supplies. It definitely goes into our fund balance as well. Because of inflation and the state's current oil wealth, there is some hope that the legislature will pass some of its savings on to school districts. Some bills are being considered that would raise the money the state gives out per student, or what's called the base student allocation. That figure has been flat for six years at $5,930 per pupil. One bill looks to increase the BSA for two years. Another looks at stabilizing the allocation by increasing it according to inflation. Morrison supports forward funding education for longer-term planning. But, she says, she can't count on the bills having support at this point. These are unknowns.
0: We really
1: have no idea when we're going to know what our funding is going to look like. So that's always a challenge every year when we're trying to create a budget, and even more so for this year. Another bill looks to restart the school bond debt reimbursement program, which the legislature froze in 2015. The program was used to reimburse municipalities for capital projects related to schools. Superintendent Erica Clu-painter would like lawmakers to bring back the 60 to 70 percent reimbursement rate, but she says it's all up in the air.
0: Yeah, so there's some good things moving. It's right in the middle of it.
1: The regular session ends on May 18th. If the legislature hasn't agreed on a budget by then, they can go into a special session. In the meantime, the school district has asked the Petersburg borough for more money to help ease the financial pain. The borough has given the district $1.8 million annually for over 20 years. And Clue Painter says it's time for a raise.
0: This year, looking at our enrollment numbers and some of the other fixed costs, as we're all dealing with um, price at the pump, our utility and fuel bills are astronomical.
1: The borough is proposing to use $1.4 million from property tax income and $600,000 from Secure Rural Schools Funds for the school district payment. The school district will be considering its operating budget in June. In Petersburg, I'm Angela Dunning.
0: Yakutat is reporting 17 active COVID cases as of Sunday. According to the Department of Public Safety, all 17 cases are in local residents. 15 are being attributed to community spread and two are associated with recent travel. 16 of the positive cases were experiencing symptoms at the time of testing and one was asymptomatic. This is the biggest outbreak Yakutat has seen since January and comes after nearly a week of rising case numbers. Since the war in Ukraine began, people displaced by the fighting have flooded into neighboring countries. Now, some of them are beginning to arrive in Alaska, thanks to a local nonprofit and a new federal program that allows Americans to sponsor Ukrainians. Alaska Public Media's Adeline Baxter has more.
2: Exhaustion and relief were written on the faces of arrivals on Condor Flight 2050 as they walked into the lobby of Ted Stevens International Airport in Anchorage Saturday morning. Family members and volunteers from the Ukraine Relief Program were there to greet them with flowers and hugs. Twelve people from Ukraine arrived over the weekend, and hundreds more are expected in the coming weeks. Maria and Anton Bershitska made the nine-hour flight with their three-year-old son, Yaroslav. They spent three months in Poland after fleeing their home in February.
0: Uh, we came from uh, Bucha. It's a uh, um, Kiev district. Uh, our uh, city was uh, destroyed uh, by war, uh, and many people died uh, there, and uh, all. Uh, Infrastructure of Bucha uh, was uh, destroyed, too, uh, and
2: um, uh, it was awful. Now they'll stay with family here in Anchorage, thanks in part to the federal Uniting for Ukraine program, which allows Ukrainians, sponsored by U.S. citizens, to come for a two-year parole period.
0: We will stay here in this program uh, during two years, and we ho- uh, hope that the peace in our uh, Ukraine will be, and uh, we can back there. We hope so. The United Nations
2: estimates that more than six million Ukrainians have been displaced since Russia invaded earlier this year. That number will rise as the conflict drags on.
0: It's been sort of surreal at times. I mean, it's, as an American, it's hard to understand.
2: Mike Robbins is the finance and outreach chair for the Ukraine Relief Program and Anton's uncle. His wife is Ukrainian, and their family has been closely following news of what's happening back home. The local nonprofit, run by members of New Chance Christian Church, received generous financial support from the Rasmussen Foundation and others, allowing them to purchase plane tickets for displaced Ukrainians. Robbins says donations are welcome, but it's not what they need most right now.
0: What we really need is people who would like to help us sponsor them into the country, then we help with job placement uh, and all of the other things that go along with coming.
2: He says they hope to bring up to 1,000 people to Alaska over the next few weeks and months. In Anchorage, I'm Adeline Baxter.
0: And now a clarification. In a story broadcast on Raven News Monday morning, we said that the Sitka Assembly and the Sitka Community Boatyard Group had agreed to a public-private partnership. While the two have been collaborating on the project, and the group secured a lease with the city after responding to the city's RFP to build a boatyard at the Gary Paxton Industrial Park, a formal public-private partnership has never been established. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. Today, mostly cloudy, isolated rain showers, highs 49 to 55, light winds. Tonight, mostly cloudy, lows in the lower 40s, light winds. And peaking ahead to tomorrow, mostly cloudy, highs 52 to 58, northwest winds around 10 miles per hour. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW, Sitka. Good morning. Good <music> morning.